a little bit. Say rock. Yo, JC Squad. <laughs> still waiting on something mm -hmm. you know what i mean everybody waiting on god to do something in their life yeah. mm -hmm. personally you know family mm -hmm. collectively as a church community um and so we just thought we'd keep it going amen here we go and so here we go yeah um yeah. and so we wanted to kind of set you know take some time to kind of talk about what this is about you know people we've been kind of posting the waiting room and not necessarily <laughs> giving people what it was. <laughs> so, yeah, forgive us. <laughs> nah, um, we repent. Yes. So we, this is us repenting and uh, <laughs> know that you'll be seeing a multiplicity of people come in and out the waiting room. And today, you know, it's us today. Amen. Hey. With us today. Um, do y'all want to give like a, a description of who y'all are at all? Y'all just T Money. Who is T Money? Well, yeah. let me just say this. Come on, talk to the <laughs> Let me get myself team. together real quick. <laughs> um, my name is Tiana. I go by T. I am a mother of two. Um, I am confidently a divorcee. <laughs> um, hey, come on. Um, I am new to Indy. I am Texan in, in my heart. We're sorry to hear that. Um, but you know, this is, come on now. Get up off me. Um, but I'm a Southern girl stuck in the Midwest. Can y'all help me with the cold? Can y'all help me with the cold? I'm sorry. And it never gets better. But I'm happy to be here. I'm on staff here at Eastern Star, and um, I'm pretty unfiltered. <laughs> so it's gonna be what it is. It's so gonna be what it is, good. and we look forward for you know tea money. What, what, what are we gonna say? Teology. Teology. Ooh, that's that's kind of dope. Let me, let me see what that do. Yeah. She's gonna bring us the like tea that. on that, so yeah. we can break it down. Yeah, stay tuned in for a little teology. Yeah. Who's next? I say go Percy. I say Jan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do it again. Wait, wait, wait. My name is Janae, Janae Shirley Ann Downs. Um, I go by Jan Shirley Ann sometimes. Um, I've been on staff at the church for about three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been in quarantine for it feels like about three of the years. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh gosh, I don't really have any like really cool like theology or something. I don't. You're the dopest person here. Right. Indeed. Guys. Indeed. What she's leaving out is that. that she's a comedian. comedian. Absolute comedian. As well time. as a preacher. <laughs> as well as she a Bible scholar. We're working right. through as well as We're working through some of these things. And, and. You got to embrace it. You got to push through the crowd. Oh. Push through the crowd. Oh. Push through the crowd. Unbothered, all that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you guys. I'm P. I'm just P. P money. I'm P money. I'm P money. T money. P money. Hey, there's a lot of money talk around here. Get to it. What you waiting on, Jay? I'm what sorry. Am I waiting on? Yeah, what you waiting on, bro? I'm just curious to know. I'm waiting on. You're the pastor's son. I have to I have to I have to watch what I say because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get too crazy. No, I get you. Yeah, we're trying, <laughs> trying to ease into the Okay. <laughs> Is it coming? I'm waiting on Victor Oladipo to leave Indiana. Oh wait, wait a minute. Hold Time up. Out. I ain't even from here and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's what, what I'm waiting mean? on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was, I, I enjoyed Victor Oladipo and it's still here, but now he wants to leave and I'm like, go ahead, bro. That's the fine young man, isn't it? I can feel it. <laughs> the fine young man. Well, if you don't know number four. Oh. He's out of town. I don't know. He says he's the fine young man. Yeah, I'm waiting on him. What if Jay was just like, mm. 
That's him. That's him. Right. Yeah, him. No, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think he's focused, man. Yeah. You know, he, he got he got hurt. The yeah. Pacers went to the bubble. He's like, nah, I don't want to go. Mm. Then he ended up going. But while he was hurt, he was putting out R&B albums. I mean, and video commercials. Oh my God. <laughs> So him and uh, Miles Turner, I mean, I love y'all. Not really, but y'all can go. <laughs> I ain't mad. So that's what I'm waiting on. I'm Particularly be, if I'm you don't want to be here. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I stopped watching basketball after Michael Jordan left the Bulls. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, it's been a while. What? It's been a while. After the three-peat, I was done. Which just, time did he leave left? Like three times. Well, <laughs> that first time. Like, okay. The next time, it was kind of weird. He came back with baseball and his flavor. You know, that's came back as a wizard. Right. There's a lot of different things going yeah. on. I think he, he played golf. That's him. He golfed. Right. He did golf and baseball. He did, yeah. a, lot of, he did yeah. a lot of different things. Man, let him get a uh, Robinson on. Jackie Robinson on. See? Jackie Robinson. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I couldn't. But when he did the thing with Michael Jackson, that was all right with me. Yeah. But that was the last time I watched all basketball. Right. So. What you waiting on, T? Mm. <laughs> well. We waiting on T to say. <laughs> no, I'm not I have so many things that's doing. Sure. Um, I'm waiting to become an extravagant mother. Mm. I, I mean, right now I'm mm. just winging it. <laughs> and so that's one of the things, you know, because no, but this is new here. The uh, virtual thing, yeah, the, yeah, you know, no, back to school with masks. I don't, I have, so yeah. I'm going to just wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so that's what I'm doing with it. I ain't mad at you. What about you? Did you? I'm, uh, I'm waiting on my uh, package from Amazon. Okay. <laughs> fair. Very fair. Right. You don't have Prime. Uh-uh. I do have Prime. Huh? Yeah, it's been about two or three days already. Oh, yeah. Man. So maybe they'll be on my porch when I get home, so I'm waiting to go home. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because my package might be on the porch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. That's good. Jay? Jay, are you going to I'm be honest. I'm waiting for McDonald's to catch on to the impossible. Um, oh wow! If we can oh, get an impossible true. Mac, that's, I am oh, back wow. at McDonald's. Yep, that's Look in the camera and say it. I'm McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> this is your change. <laughs> so I can be back loving it. Please right. get the impossible Mac. Nah, that's what's up. Yeah. And this and more is what a waiting room is all about. All <laughs> yeah. of us are waiting on something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what are you waiting on? Yeah. Is our question to you. Yeah, what you can write on. in the comments. <laughs> and as you're writing in the comments, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel or wherever you're listening to this. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe and you can get caught up on what's going on in the waiting room. And uh, yeah. It's going to be good. Y'all good just stuff. wait. See what I did? See what I did there? Yeah, just, just wait. wait. <laughs> oh, that's good. That, that is, is good. That's pretty dope. That could be the tagline. That's the tagline. <laughs> So here's another thing that I'm probably not waiting on, but I'm sure other people are waiting on. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Waiting on it to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Little pumpkin spice latte. You see where I'm going with that? I ain't mad at you. That's seasonal. That's the seasonal (laughs) aspects, though. It's not even tasty. It is good. What you mean? Pumpkin spice? No. Girl. White chocolate. (laughs) We're easing into October. Mm -hmm. You know, we're easing into it. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of October, we... We celebrate evil. <laughs> Glad you. Yeah, come on. We celebrate evil in the world, and we do that through Halloween. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Do we have a tar- I mean, do we have a definition for what Halloween is? I mean, it's, it's all uh, kind of stuff floating around. This is the All Saints Day, they say. All oh, Hallows, yeah, yeah, All Saints Day. Coming, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It depends <laughs> on who you ask. Right. It depends on who you ask. Right. So, did y'all celebrate Halloween growing up? Yes. 
How's that, yes. how did that go? We the... did some trick-or-treating. We did our costumes. We got candy. We didn't eat what wasn't inspected first. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. You have like a memorable costume or like, you know, did you dress, do you remember? I think I was a munchie chi one year. Y'all remember munchie chi? What is a munchie chi? Okay, it was back in the day. Just real quick, 30 seconds. I don't even remember. She just said it like it was, y'all remember the munchie chi? Munchie chi, munchie chi, I can do karate. Okay. Anyway, that was my costume. I know, whatever. Anyway, who's your costume? Me? I was Janet Jackson off Rivination. I had the key. My mom was not playing. She made it. She made it. It was a black jacket. She put some little. Y'all remember Rivination with the hat? I do. Come on. I was her. I was Janet. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can talk about mine because we didn't celebrate Halloween. Okay. But me and my brothers, like, we used to play football, stuff like, you know, sports. So we had shoulder pads and stuff, so we would like sneak out the back, right, and go <laughs> put on like a you know Cordell Stewart jersey or something on top of our shoulder pad. We were, we were football players, some candy, right? Mm -hmm. We would go like take a bag from kids. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> we repented <laughs> since then. You know, <laughs> you got better. Since then, that's what I was about. Darkness, <laughs> evil, doing bad exactly. things. Exactly. See, so I was actually Janet, worshiping. Janet was there. Janet was there. It was good parts. Yeah, I don't remember really having like a memorable costume. Um, we did celebrate, well, I wouldn't say celebrated, but we did go like, we dressed up and got some candy. I remember being a doctor one year. We were like, we were like mm -hmm. positive figures. Positive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Doctor, you know, Superheroes. Yeah, superhero, yeah. Super yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, so now as you guys are kind of, as we're, you know, adulting, mm -hmm. do we have the same kind of love for Halloween now? Or like, what do we... Hold on, what's this love you speak of for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't understand. You mean, I mean, I don't know. T, you're, you're, you're a mom, right? Yes. So um, what are you, what, how are you teaching your kids about Halloween? Like, what do you, how, how are y'all celebrating? So here's the thing. I am very <laughs> much, like, I want my kids to, like, be them. Yeah. So if you want to be a killer clown, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I, on that day, on that my day. son has been, I mean, they have been killer clowns. My daughter has been a witch. Um, but they also have fun with it. Um, yeah. She's. They've been cartoon characters and different things. True. But I, I let my kids live. There you go. All right. What if he was like, right. Mom, I want to be a murderer and I want to dress myself and jump out of the woods. Well, if he, if he talks like that, I'll be like, wait. But you Percy, know what I'm saying? Percy, but, let's go back to the real scenario. Though. Yeah, it's like, wait. I don't no, know. Because, I got frightened. <laughs> yeah, I got no, frightened. because listen. So the voice. Yeah, and the eyebrows. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Oh no, so no. I, I have literally had to, because my kids, and it's actually an interesting story. I told my kids they couldn't go trick-or-treating, right? right. Mm -hmm. uh, and my wife, she wouldn't allow me to talk about this a little bit. She ended up taking them in and like, we're just going to go down the street and get some candy after I told them not to. Mm -hmm. I came home, and she was just kind of like, she mad at the kids, like, why would y'all say something to him? Because my daughter was dang near traumatized. Oh, my God. Because one of the guys yeah, had the garage, true. and he had like a fake oh. guy hanging with the blood and everything. Yeah. Oh, and so me and my wife, we kind of talk. I was really upset at first, but yeah. we talked it out. It was, I was like, but that's why I'm telling you, like, it's deeper than yeah, this. So that's what I was thinking. Like, it can, there's some, there's a way to have fun with it, right? And to just keep it on the shallow. We're going to do some candy, go say hi to the neighbors. Some people take that stuff far, though, and yeah, their right. purpose is no, to try to true. induce fear. And, that's right. You know what I mean? That stuff could be traumatizing, but mm -hmm. no. Nah, so, with that said, no. <laughs> we come to Easter no, Star Church. True. We have yeah. a hallelujah party. Yeah. So, you welcome. Yeah. So, Janet, what's your thoughts? I mean, like, with the church. You know, we we tend to not, you know, we don't we're not dealing with Halloween. Mm -hmm. We're gonna turn it to a hallelujah night. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay? Today? So well, you know, 
I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. The thing is, it is it's better to have a something. Right. You know, when the world is doing all types of whatever that we don't want our kids to be involved sure. in, um, and I'm an odd mom, but still, um, when you don't want your kids to be involved in certain things, then you have to have something else that you, sure. that way they're not so intrigued by what the world is doing. Sure. Um, so when the church comes in, like, no, this is actually what we're going to do. You know, I can appreciate that. So the yeah. hallelujah party is... That's yeah, all right yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah that's what's yeah. up. Mm -hmm. So we see him dressed up as Bible Moses, characters. Moses, yeah, I've seen Jesus as one around. See, but my characters. kids would be the ones at the Halloween party. Like, take the mask off when you go in. <laughs> <laughs> right. No take, killer clowns take in the, the mask church. No killer clowns. No, no. Right, but bring that little boy up here. We're gonna pray for him. <laughs> 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 that's exactly. yeah, I was telling y'all because I mean, I think there's a uh, person in our neighborhood that is so hype about Halloween. <laughs> so they go so hard. That their house has been decorated for weeks. I mean, this is October right now. Oh my. Yeah. We're easing into October, <laughs> and like for two weeks, their house have been like ghosts and goblins dangling from the front porch. Oh we got bones goodness. coming from the ground. <laughs> I'm walking my son around in a wow. stroller. Exactly. I'm like, so now I just don't go down that street right, anymore. Right. I just try to take a yes. little quick turn, gotcha. but I just it's just it's just weird <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah. To, I, I mean, to celebrate these things it's right. interesting too that's why i'm talking about like we could do this for almost every one of these holidays speaking mm -hmm. of holy days where mm -hmm. uh, the holiday comes mm -hmm. from like we just passed the jewish new year like rosh hashanah mm -hmm. the feast of trumpets like last saturday the 19th or whatever right and then monday yesterday well whenever we recorded it was monday monday was uh the <laughs> jewish new year right? right it was uh uh what is it called y'all remember yom yom kippur yom, yom kippur yeah. yeah the day of atonement right, right. It's like, but we don't, we have no idea about these biblical holy days, mm -hmm. right? right? Not even to be out deep, but it's just like, bro, but these holidays, right? In the West are just like, yeah, but all true. of them be all pagan. You'd be like, what? <laughs> you yeah. know, but whatever. So what do we, what do we find a balance as, as, uh, as believers? That's a great you know, question. Was like, yo, I want my, I want my kids to live. We want to get some candy. We have a good time. Yeah, that's true. At the same time, we know, well, this may not be necessarily rooted in what is necessarily holy or spiritual or biblical. <laughs> so how do we find that balance? Not just with Halloween, but just with anything mm -hmm. yeah well me I, I i'm raising my kids and i'm setting an example in my walk and in my talk constantly mm -hmm. so i think just instilling that intentional values mm -hmm. um that may be what they doing but this is how we do it yeah. constantly constantly just instill 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 um and i have these conversations not just with my kids but even the company i keep as a black woman right. i'm constantly like okay uh Call me when y'all done. Like yeah. you, you kind of have to swerve a lot of things because it's spiritual, right? right. And it's, right. it's something that can get down in your spirit. Mm -hmm. But because we live in this world, mm -hmm. we have to be able to adapt. Unfortunately, you mm -hmm. cannot be holy in y'all. You cannot be hidden. You cannot block who you are as an individual. Um, but I think on certain things, just back to Halloween. It's very important. Okay, this is cool for this day. We ain't gonna take it too far. We gonna get our candy and go. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't worshiping nothing. Um, because this is who we are. You get know, our candy and go. We're not so, worshiping nothing. We just want these kicks. I'm all about truth. So let's make sure that we speak the truth. So we got, you know, a whole bunch of, uh, you got your holy days and you got your holidays, you got your pagan type stuff. Um, and so it's important to make sure that everybody understands what's the reality of this. Right. Um, don't just, don't just go celebrate and do something. Sure. Um, make sure that you understand what the background is and how it can affect your spirit. Just like you said, you got to guard your spirit. You got to guard right. your heart. 
if you're not guarding, um, you'll be in some trouble. So for those of you mm. that do have kids, mm. um, that's one major thing to make sure that they under understand the truth behind what's going on in this world. Oh, yeah. yep. Don't good. ask for none of my kids chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to be, that you want to be deep. I will get it at the trunk <laughs> or treat. I'll get it myself. <laughs> Don't ask for none. <laughs> no, I think it's good. I think that's important though. Like, Regardless of if you're going to choose to celebrate, whether it be Halloween or Christmas or whatever, like just understanding the background of it, the context of it, where it came from, because this is a spiritual world. Right? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? There's an unseen reality that influences what we do see. Absolutely. So before we dive into it, all right, let's get a better understanding of what this is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm with T. I got to go get my Kit Kats. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. What's your favorite candy, though? What y'all looking for in the, in the, in the trick or treat bag? I'm a Tootsie Roller. Oh, man. Tootsie Roller? I'm a Tootsie Roller. That's not even real chocolate. Just, just, I mean, you keep worrying about me. Yeah. Worry about you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to bring it up. Oh my gosh, that's the kind that you reject each time. That's that goes with ones that's halfway unwrapped. I don't know. Reese cups. Reese cups. Uh, yeah. Reese cups are cool. Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. If it's, it's, if it's chocolate, I can rock it. That's right. I don't like the Skittles and all that taffy stuff. Sour. Yeah. 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 Now it's candy in the Bible. Candy is not in the Bible. You know they talk mm -hmm. about sweet and the Lord sweet and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> He did say, oh, taste and see. That's what he did. Surely there was chocolate back in the world. He ate honey in the wilderness. That's right. There is. Yes. The land of the milk and honey. Man, that's tough. Well, as we all are continuing to wait in the waiting room for Halloween, uh, make sure you do your research <laughs> and talk about it to your kids, your family, your friends, what Halloween is all about. Make sure you know what it's about. You know yeah, what I'm saying? We don't want to go out there with the goons and the goblins and not know what's up. <laughs> no, no. All right. Um, and so make sure you know what it's about. As the scriptures say, we in this world, not of the world. Mm -hmm. We still got to move in the world. Mm -hmm. We move we with the power of God's Holy Spirit mm -hmm. while being ourselves at the same time. That's good. Yeah, that's real. It's part in of all it. things. Yeah. In all things. What don't be get. picky to choose it. Huh? <laughs> in all things. You got to get what you got to get. But get the candy, you know what I'm saying? Pray for the candy. Pray for the candy. Come on. Ask God for the candy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, before we before we depart, when y'all like do y'all pray for all when y'all get any kind of food, do y'all pray for like all y'all food? Like you about to chew a piece of gum, do y'all pray yes. over your gum or like is it just like oh, the main the meals? I haven't prayed over my my double like if you, if you get snickers, <laughs> are you praying over the snickers? That's a whole other level of holy Hey, I do or do you just over... pray for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? You don't worry about the snacks. <laughs> I pray over <laughs> snacks, but the gum, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. So you ain't sin. See, the Lord's oh talking. So you haven't been thanking him for all things. <laughs> I changed my ways. Don't That's you another worry. conversation for another That day. is. I was, I was like, well, now that you mentioned it. Now that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, prayer is just for the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's just the three meals a day. Let the grace cover up the other ones. That's right. That's that right. so sad. I guess so. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Welcome back to the waiting room. Oh, I should say welcome black to the waiting room. Wow. My name is Jay. And uh, as always, I got my sister over here. You know, she's trying to keep us on top of everything that's going on with the senses and the voting. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't want to get on her bad side, so make sure y'all go and register. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> don't, don't that's way like too that. real. That's way and too you real. <laughs> don't play with her. Because she don't play with you. She don't play. And then we got a guest in the waiting room. The homie. Yes. What's good, y'all? Entrepreneur. Yes. Wow. Law student. Wow. Yeah. All of that? 
And I'm more. Right. <laughs> and more. What's good? Social y'all? media influencer. Here yes. Here he go. Here he go. Here he Toyota rap. Yeah. Toyota rap. Out here whipping into Yoda. Y'all gonna stop. Y'all gonna stop, man. I'm just thankful to be here. Yeah. With two incredible, ordained, blessed, guided, humble, black, bold. Come on, adjectives. I was in the thesaurus when I went up today. I said, y'all I'm in all like, of these. Yes. Well, I'm in all of these today. That's what it is. I'm to be here, man. That's what I'm it is. Yes, Nicole Barnes, Anthony Murdoch II. And uh, we just wanted to take some time to kind of talk about what's going on in the world. You know, we're trying to get everybody excited about this election season. Sure. And this is a very important election that we got coming up. And so there's a lot happening even, you know, with the Breonna Taylor case, of mm-hmm. course, in Louisville, and just the social justice fight, you know, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, you know, the Breonna Taylor thing is, you know, a lot of people are talking about it. There's a lot of perspectives that are going around right now. Uh, Brother Murdoch, what's what's your take on it, man? What's some things that you picked up just looking at that case in particular and then mm-hmm. everything that's kind of surrounding what's going on? No, for sure. Uh, so I come from two different perspectives just because it's a lot of different takes, but I'll give two. I think mm-hmm. one is just the fact that the the only charges um, that landed in that case had nothing at all to do with the violence that was perpetuated against a black woman. Mm-hmm. Right. So for six months, it took you six months to say we still don't care about about black lives. Yeah. So that's kind of my first take. It's the yeah. idea that we took so long only to confirm the fact that we indeed do not care. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was profound because it doesn't take six months to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't take six weeks to do that. It doesn't take six days to do that. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, not six minutes yeah. or eight minutes and 47 seconds. It doesn't mm-hmm. take six seconds, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. you took six months just to, to remind us of that. Right. So that's the first thing. The second piece, though, is related to that and this idea of what does it mean to protect black women? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we was having a conversation before we jumped on here. Mm-hmm. And a brand that I, I love and support um, actually has this, this most recently, this whole campaign called Protect Black Women. Mm-hmm. You know, a whole line of clothing, the, the jean jacket, the, the hat, the shirt. And I was for the cop, not going to lie to you until I thought more deeply about what does that even mean right now? Mm-hmm. Is it just the campaign? Cause we know how hot of a topic it is yeah. because the heat of the topic doesn't change the heat that continues to be pressed against black women. Mm-hmm. The heat of the topic of the trend does not stop the bullets from beating those black women's bodies. Mm-hmm. And so those are kind of my two takes on what's going on. It's, it's one, I, I refuse to expect things from people who have never met our expectations. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Mm-hmm. And then two, these words. Yeah. And just the power of these words. Just, you took it right Narrative out of my mouth. Narrative. Everything. So yeah. those are kind of my two takes right Yeah. Now. I mean, I mean, you hit, you hit it on it, man. Like from 16, 19 to 2020. Come on, Doc. Come on, Doc. Uh, black lives have yet to matter and mm. there's yet to be United States of America. And mm. we just continue to get reminded of that on an everyday basis, it seems mm. like. You know mm. what I mean? Um, Nicole, as a black woman, like, what's your take on all this? I know we we talk about it a lot, but mm-hmm. you know, you, what what were some of the things you picked up from the Breonna Taylor in particular? Yeah, um, I think for me, I had to really ask myself, like, what were my true expectations? Mm-hmm. Because I don't. It's almost like I knew this was how it was going to play out, but that doesn't make for it sure. any less. For sure gut-wrenching, mm-hmm. any less painful. Um, I don't know what to say to my 17-year-old teenage niece. Mm, yeah. Like, 
How do I say to her, yes, you're beautiful, you're important, you're valuable, you can do things in the world. And then this national case says drywall and plaster is more important than your black skin. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just really trying to wrestle with um, hmm. how to be angry, how to grieve, how to mourn, how to feel how I feel mm -hmm. and still move forward. Yeah. You know, I, that's really what I've been trying to wrestle with yeah. over the last week. And I really want to touch on this narrative piece because um, I saw this article that was saying earlier about even the way that they speak of her and how, you know, they'll say uh, a, a black woman that died Hmm. In, in police custody or a black woman that died in Louisville. And it's like, no, she was murdered. Facts. And they won't say her name. They just keep saying black woman. Um, so it's just, it's just recognizing um, how do I balance where there is a community and a culture and a world that continues to try to erase and silence me. Hmm. How do I continue to still have a voice sure. in the midst of that? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, like, Tamika Mallory said, the wall got more justice than Breonna. Thanks. And then when you talk about narrative, with all the lies and the cover-up that the police did My and God. how, you know, 12 witnesses said that they didn't announce themselves and another one said that they did and then Come, come, come to find out, he comes forward and say, well, they misconstrued my whole story. Exactly. So this idea about narrative <clears throat> is so important. And then when we look at the case, we, we, we tend to, you know, use uh, issues like the Breonna Taylor or George Floyd or these other cases where it's like, oh, it's important to vote. And then we hear, well, it seems like people think that we are politicizing black pain. Yeah. And we tell people in, 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 the, in the case of Breonna Taylor, this is why we need to go vote, you know, Election is so important, not just the national, but the local. Mm -hmm. what's, your, what's your thoughts on that, Murdoch? When you hear people say we politicizing black pain in, in an attempt to get people to go vote in, in the wake of a Breonna Taylor, like what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> and tell us for real, too. Don't All right. that. I mean, this ain't no game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, in the most articulate way to, to say this, your body was politicized before someone developed a campaign. <laughs> so this idea that we want to we want to do something constructive in response to what's happening, uh, that's what the that's what the white man wants you to think. Mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting how whiteness works. Whiteness will interrupt blackness at such a radical level that even when you do something constructive, it makes you think it was destructive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that profound? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when that construction was made within the confines of the system they put you inside of. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not even radical. Mm -hmm. Ain't that deep? Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's what I see this as. And so I'm not gonna blame a black person for saying, you know what you're doing? You're really just trying to make a dollar off of my pain. It's like, first of all, that dollar, the dollar I would have made, I can give it back to you. But the dollars that they making on you, you don't touch none of that. Right. Right. So a dollar's gonna be made off of you regardless, because we live in a capitalistic society. So which one you want? You wanna give back to your brother, or want it back to the white man. So that's the first thing I'll say. The second thing I'll say is <laughs> blacks we have to sit things in the context of, of growth and evolution. Yeah. Like black exploitation films are at one point what we're talking about right now. Right. And had black exploitation films not existed, the conversation we have today couldn't have existed either. Mm -hmm. We can have conversations about black exploitation had roots not existed. Right. But at one point, roots was, yo, we're finally having this conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we can say that, okay, <clears throat> we can have this conversation without the overrepresentation of violence against black bodies. Right. Right. We don't need to talk about 
violence against black women by going to watch a Tyler Perry movie in which black women are beat over yeah. and over and over and over again. There's right. different ways to have that kind of a conversation. But at one point, that was necessary to even say, yo, we need to have a conversation. Yeah. And how dare we as a people put more energy in problematizing our people's efforts than critiquing the system that put us in the predicament in the first place. Yeah. And so for me, I'm not saying it's not perfect, yeah. but what does Cole talk about, right? Life is far from picture perfect, but it's worth the picture still. Yeah. Mm. That's because it is. Yeah. And this imperfect, and I ain't gonna take it to the text, because that's where y'all sit. Take it to the text. <laughs> in between the text. Take it to the text, man. Right? Please take but it. But sending in between the text, and I don't know what text I'm finna reference. I just think it was appropriate to be able to say it right there. But it's the fact that, yo, like, we understand that we're carnal beings. Yeah. And that's and I think that uh, as much as it's not an excuse to be imperfect, we have to acknowledge the fact that we are not perfect. Right. Yeah. And how dare you judge somebody because it's not perfect when, shoot, ask yourself, what's the last thing you did? Mm-hmm. So sure, you can talk yeah. about, yeah, you are politicizing <laughs> my pain, you are doing, but tell me. Right. Are you registered? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what's the last thing you did besides tweet? Mm-hmm. What's the last thing you did besides? Pray. Mm. Oh, so we can go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So no, I'm, I'm just being Legit? real. I'm yes. just being serious. So, yes. so, so, so again, so for, for me, that's, that's, that's just, nah, that's, that's what it is. Because yes. this is what this whole campaign on voting is all about. This idea of, okay, it's not enough to believe mm. without behaving like on, you believe dog. in something. Come right? on, yes. So this whole idea of faith without votes is dead. Mm. You know, taking it back to the, taking it back to the text. <laughs> you know, faith without works is dead. You know, James says, oh, you got faith, but you see somebody who ain't got no clothes, you ain't gonna give them no clothes? Come on. You see somebody hungry, but you don't give them no food? Mm. So our idea of faith is, okay, so we see the injustice in a case like Rihanna Taylor, but you ain't gonna go vote. Mm. You're just gonna gonna sit back and and it's cool to protest, it's cool to pray, it's cool to do these things, but at some point we need something that can have some tangible impact. So I'm praying, protesting, and I'm gonna go vote, right? So Nicole, how does voting literally you know, show impact on something like a Breonna Taylor case. Like, so people see, you know, hear voting, be like, oh, just go vote, and not necessarily being able to connect to, connect it for us. Right, so the attorney general, mm-hmm. um, that the one who has edited reports and left out mm-hmm. testimony and has done all of these things, he's an elected official. Mm. So whether you voted or not, that was a choice. Can you right. say that and again, please? Yes. Whether you vote or not, that is a choice. Yeah. If you don't vote, that's still a vote. Goodness gracious. Because it's no opposition. It's no challenge to the people that are already in office, that right. are already wreaking havoc on our community. So he's an elected official. Right. So that if you are not satisfied with what has happened there, then you can use your vote to vote them out. In 2016's election, one-fourth of the voting population actually voted. That's 25%. A fourth actually went out and voted. So when you fast forward four years and you see what's happening to police departments, which are led by elected officials, you Mm. see what's happening in cities with mayors that are elected officials, you see what is happening in states with policies and legislators, which are elected officials, you cannot say anything because you did not vote, you did not participate. So I don't know how much more clearer to make it to people. You, these people are, we, the people, decide who get to make these decisions. Right. 
And all I'm saying is, don't take my choice and my power, for, don't let them take your choice and your power from you by sitting and choosing to lay a dormant. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like you can't do nothing and then say I'm powerless. <laughs> wow. You didn't do nothing. Yeah. Wow. So it's like when I, ju I just want us to stop. Like yeah. I want us to stop. I I'll take it. I'll bring it in closer. We in Marion County. In Marion County in 2016, there was almost 700,000 people registered. So you took the step to register. Mm -hmm. But then you didn't take the step for six weeks that the polls was open to go vote. So only 53% turned out to actually vote. So when you see when we have a Republican House, Senate, we don't have any black people that can really have any impact because whatever they present and God bless our black politicians, Andre right. Carson, Robin Shackelford, all of them that are making decisions, but they are met with opposition on, because it is a Republican majority. Right. Because 47% of us decided to not vote. Mm. So it's like, we're going to, the definition of insanity is to continue to do the same things over and over again and think you're going to get something different. Let 2020 be a year to do something different. Let's mm. get something different. So how about the other 47% of y'all that didn't vote? Go to the polls and vote. <laughs> That's it. Period. I don't know what else to keep saying to people. Yeah. I literally don't. And it's, it's incredibly frustrating because... I understand. I am black. <laughs> I, I, I am impacted by all of the things that are happening in these communities as well. Yeah. And yet and still, it is a higher power. It is my faith that is bigger than me mm -hmm. that enables me to keep going. Mm -hmm. It is my, my faith is not in this system. Yeah. My faith is in God. Mm. So if I can believe God to sustain me in a pandemic, to get me a job when I need one, to help me find a school, why don't I believe God can change the system okay. like he did when he sent Jesus? You just reminded us on Sunday in Luke 4, his first sermon was... I've come to give sight to the blind, release the captives, give. He, he literally said, I've come to overturn this unjust system. <laughs> That's what Jesus said. Stop so up. why do we as Christians think that all we're supposed to do is just sit here right. and do nothing? Jesus literally said, I've come to overturn the system. Mm. And we sit here and don't want to participate in the overturning of this corrupt wow. system. That's God's work. That's the work of God. Period. Yeah. So it's a it's a spiritual influence to make a social impact. Period. And we don't have faith in the system, but we have faith in a God in that can God. intervene in the system to make a difference. Period. And so, Brother Murdoch, your whole thing is, you know. Goodness <laughs> <laughs> gracious. I'm sick of it. Oh, it's my bad. I'm sorry. No, you good. Your whole thing is community empowerment, yeah, doc. investing into the black yes, community, yes, you know, supporting yes, black yes, business. Yes. How do we connect the two? People think, oh, well, the system is so corrupt on both sides, Democrat and Republican. I ain't going to vote. I ain't going to do none of that. But as, as Nicole just so eloquently put together, it's not the faith in the system. It's a faith in the God who can change the system. So we participate in the system by voting, but we don't depend on the system to give us what we need in order to thrive as a community. What's some things beyond the voting? We go vote. Okay, then what yes, else can we yes. do to, to make sure our people are good? My goodness gracious. I mean, that was just, everything was just fire that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> everything that came out of your mouth was fire. It's just... and, and, and you talked about this definition of insanity. 
right? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results is insane. You know what else a different James talked about? Hmm. That to be black and to be conscious is to be in a constant state of rage. Absolutely. So it would be extremely outrageous, insanely outrageous to do the same thing exiting this pandemic as we yeah. did we were coming in. So yes. I just wanted to be feed off of some of yes, your energy because yes. you just spoke <laughs> life. And I said, well, let me ride. Let me, let me, let me get some of this life. But uh, at a serious type tip, right? The, the one, something I definitely appreciate about the question that you're asking is understanding that one, individuals do not combat and break down systems. Yeah. Correct. Systems do. Yeah. So, and, and, and I, I think if I'm going to be real, because as a person who's in law school, who has voted in every election that he could, but also did not expect the attorney general in the state of Kentucky to do anything different than what the attorney general in the state of Kentucky did. I understand, right, that cognitive dissonance. Mm -hmm. Understanding, mm -hmm. yo, why do you continue to do this thing when you know more often than not it's probably not gonna be in your favor? Right. Mm -hmm. And this because I understand the role that it plays in the bigger picture, right? Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, I love hip hop. I promise this gets to your question. I love listening to Lil Baby. Lil Baby talks about in the bigger picture, it's bigger than black and white. Right. It's a problem with the whole way of life and it's not gonna change overnight. And he's gonna do his part to do something with the platform that he has. I think about the fact that, okay, he understands that as this individual person, right, my one action has impact, but no, his one casting of a vote isn't gonna end racism. Mm -hmm. His one tweet isn't gonna end white supremacy. <clears throat> but when you couple that with economic self-sufficiency, mm -hmm. mm -hmm and the ability to be able to understand what kind of a system do we live in, mm -hmm. right? It comes by many different names. We live in a sexist system. Right. We live in a patriarchal system. We live in a misogynistic system. We live in a homophobic and a transphobic system. We live in a racist system, mm -hmm. a white supremacist system. Mm -hmm. And do you know what system of economics includes all of that? This idea of capitalism. Mm -hmm. This idea of understanding that when you live in a capitalistic society without access to capital, you will be treated and feel like a lowercase letter. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why our vote never matters to us is because we are voting inside of a system that doesn't care while feeling mm -hmm. like a lowercase letter. Yeah. So imagine if we were strategic mm -hmm. about galvanizing the resources that we are already expending. Yeah. Sir. It's not like we're not spending money. Sir. Yeah. It is not like we're not spending money. Period. And then again, I, I, <clears throat> I know I'm sitting on the Eastern Star Church YouTube <laughs> version. <laughs> so I'll obey Eastern Star Church YouTube. <clears throat> but I will say that the poison that you choose to consume week after week, oh the day before you stream discernment on Sunday, mm -hmm. that poison. Imagine if you took a, a scintilla of a scintilla of those 40 maybe say ounces and put that back into a drink that regenerated you, or a t-shirt, or a cap, or a watch, or some socks, or some pants, that actually went back to benefit what you did. That vote that does not matter would matter a little bit more because it was yeah. coupled yeah. with yeah. you no longer feeling like a lowercase letter. Yeah. Do you see where I'm coming yes, from? And so, and so when you, and then the last thing, I'm bringing, the, I'm, I'm bringing it home. The other piece about it is we have to destigmatize black businesses. And it goes back to something I said earlier, this idea of you are collectively politicizing the pain of this black woman who needs to rest in peace by saying because she was murdered, we need to go vote. Mm -hmm. 
Again, I talked about earlier, you're criticizing black folks and doing the best thing that black folks can do with, building, with dealing with being black in these divided states of America. Let's bring it back to this conversation here today. Y'all, we have put a stigma on our access to experiencing economic liberation that says, before I spend with someone who looks just like me, mm -hmm. I'm actually gonna give my money to the person who uses that same bread to put a noose <clears throat> around my neck. Mm -hmm. That don't make no daggone sense, doc. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense. And so for me, it's about understanding that if we're going to achieve black liberation in its truest sense, right. it does not come with just casting your vote. And we agree with that. It doesn't come just by doing this or just by doing that, but it's strategically aligning different interests. Right. And the one interest that I believe even maybe even more than politics that we have stigmatized in our own community that benefits the system that does justice for the criminals in gray suits and crispy white shirts <laughs> is the system of economics. Yeah. And we cannot continue to be complicit in feeling like lowercase letters. Yeah. And we have access to the capital <laughs> that can keep that caps lock on ship. Yeah. Mm. Because I'm tired of all of this shift. Oh, my Lord. Yes, yes. That's a bar. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. That's a it bar, is. bro. Yes, it is. I mean, yes, it is. I mean you, you it hit is. on it, man. We make our vote count. It is. By coupling we what we have and yes. investing in our community while yes. at the same time participating in the system that we have faith in a guy that can change the system. We literally, we see it in 46218. Mm. Yeah. With what... Eastern Star Church has been able to do in one of the poor zip codes yeah. in Marion County. Right. In the nation. In the world. Yeah. We've been able to build a school. Right. You understand what I'm saying? We've been able to provide technology for the elementary school, mm -hmm. a grocery store. Say that again. A black owned grocery store. In the middle of a food in desert. In the Come middle on, of a food Come desert. On, yeah. A black bank. Come on, say right. it again. Where you can't go get lending from the other institutions. You can get it from people that look like you and understand your struggle you. and understand I what that the system does not appreciate your efforts. Right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So when 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 we vote, we are able to see that hey, this is power coupled with right. <laughs> our faith. That's it. And what we're able to do. We've seen it done. We've seen it done, and I just want us to, I know it's hard, I know it's tough, I know I've been in some dark places. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? However, I just want us to see that collectively as Come black on. people, we are beautiful, we are strong, yeah. we are faithful, we are courageous, we are persistent, we are resilient. This ain't new. Mm. We've been doing this. There should go with the magistrates, man. So I'm just saying, yeah. like, incredible. We just, gotta, <laughs> just incredible. we just gotta understand that we have power. Yes. We have power. It's just laying dormant and we gotta pick up, pick it up. Man. Well, you heard it, man. Ain't nothing else to be said right no, there. Not. Murdoch, Nicole Barnes, this is the Waiting Room Podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Eastern Star Church, where Jesus is exalted and the word is explained. Make sure you fill out your census form. Make sure you go register to vote. Yes. And then make sure you go vote and then couple that with some work in the community. Thanks. As the spirit of God leads you to make a social impact. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.